0: Good evening, Gabby. Good evening,
1: too, soon. welcome all to our weekly podcast, Current View, with the Eye of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. If you're listening to the free first half on either ACAST or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a Patreon allthews.patreon.com the W's. Dot, Patreon, dot, com, forward slash SRB Media on Twitter at Current View, on Facebook, The Current View. We're also on Insta, The Current View. And you can join the chat in the group, which is now over 3,000 strong. And that's also called, surprisingly, The Current View. Steady
0: away, TC. Well, I'm going to make you smile because I know we haven't heard it for a couple of weeks. Yes, I'm steady away. <laughs>
1: I've missed you, mate. I mean, we've, um, we haven't done a podcast since the at the back end, the final weekend of last season. We do start our football forecasts again this week. I think it's either, what is it, Series 3 or Series 4 now? We've been doing it for three or four years. And you beat me every year on the football forecast.
0: You're not surprised,
1: are you? No, I'm not actually. No. <laughs> I will be surprised if you've picked a magic moment this week. Because there hasn't been an awful lot of football. There has been some friendlies, so you may have Well,
0: well I've been watching I have been watching the Friendlies. Yeah. Um and I've picked one or two magic moments of uh, Jesus uh, obviously is moved yeah. to to Arsenal, and um, he took me nearly about fourteen months, practically fifteen months, to recover from my uh, injury. But <clears throat> don't forget when he first come to um, Man City, he finished up getting a serious knee injury, and um, it's taken him a while to recover. And with having that many great players, and I always thought he was a great player himself, uh, but he looks. As always, on fire at Arsenal. I know it's only friendlies, and you can take that two ways. You, I've seen it I, both ways, where you've dubbed really well in pre-season, and then set off poorly, and vice versa. But uh, he scored a couple of great goals on tour, and I remember. Uh, remember? Memorized. So when I'm looking for Gabby's sake, I can't pronounce it now. Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I watched the game against Chelsea, and he was absolutely outstanding.
1: Yeah, it does look as though going to be good value for what was it 45 million and and i think if we do remember when he first started at man city he was scoring goals for fun and you're right you have to factor in these injuries and feeling your fitness again and and feeling that confidence to go into them areas or your body allowing you to go into them areas to uh, score them goals so hopefully he can uh, hit the high notes at arsenal Anyone who gets a crucial ligament
0: yeah. injury will take him. Because yeah. that's what it took me. And I mean, the early, the, the early uh, crucial ligaments or the earlier crucial ligaments, like the clubs of this world, yeah. early 60s, you know, it finished players' uh, careers. Uh, and they have got better and better. But it took me a good 14 months. Um, and I was watching a documentary on him. Um, and I didn't realise he'd had that injury myself. I can remember getting injured, but then, you know, you forget all about it. Um, I was watching a documentary and, and it, it showed you when he got injured. And um, obviously, Manchester City were winning. They looked to change a winning team, mm. you know, uh, especially forwards if forwards are doing well. And Manchester City have got that many great players that um, it took him a while to get back. But he did show a glimpse of the brilliance uh, of his football uh, at times. But this pre-season uh, for for Arsenal, he's looked sharp. He scored goals. Um, there's been some fantastic little moves from from teams. Even even um, the England women uh, goal against Spain, the winner, yeah. was an absolutely brilliant goal. I mean, I've told you before, I like women's football. I just don't like the wokeness of. I not just women's football. Uh, Presented, but to all all football all it's presented, yeah. and that's what putting me off of uh, watching a lot of uh, TV at the moment in time with all the warmth on it all of it all.
1: Yeah, I absolutely totally agree. Um, my magic moments are Georgia Stanway's goal against Spain. I thought it was absolutely sublime, and didn't that ball move? And and two players that I've picked out magic moments that both of these players have produced. Ella Tooney uh, plays Manchester United. Uh, in England, she has come on a sub. I think she's different class. The touches uh, that she's shown on the ball and movement, a composure, I think are absolutely first class. And a French uh, girl, she wears a number 20, Delphine Cascarino. I think she's an absolute dangerous player. When she gets in that final third, she can go either way. Good feet, good balance and uh, she's got everything about her, to be fair. Nice looking kid as well, to to be quite truthful to you. She's got everything
0: going for her then.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) a nice thing. We can get our own back, can't we? Because the girls used to put pin-ups of, you know, uh, pictures of you and Kevin Keegan and Alan Hudson and Charlie George and Stan Bowles and and all them and now, I mean, I'm a bit too old really to put all pictures of Ella Toon and Casca. You know, and all them girls on my but bedroom, but, but the young kids will. will do that, won't yeah, they? So absolutely, they will.
0: yeah. But a couple of things on on, on the the women's football. Mm. I I was very impressed with with, with the French team last and night. The, yeah, and I didn't like the Dutch team, but how the French team didn't win in the ninety minutes, I will never know. You could you can say some bad finishing. You can say some go, great goalkeeping yes. by the Dutch goalkeeper. Um. But I'm going to make I'm going to make a, a comment here how uh, how well the Dutch manager has improved mm. this England team and oh, it's incredible. 100% incredible and, and listen I was a, a a big admirer of Phil Neville more than Gary's as a player me yeah I thought he was I thought he was quicker uh, I thought he would have been a better right back and I do like Gary Neville don't get me wrong mm. Uh but her coaching has improved that England team. And I've watched uh, Man United's uh, pre-season game. Different tempo altogether. Yeah. All You know, the movement, uh, always looking to play forward. I know the the game yesterday, they were tuning up and uh, Ten wasn't too happy with the, uh, how the game finished. But took everything into consideration I, for both sides. Um, and, and it was a game of two halves. The, the weather conditions were, were atrocious. Um, but I'm very impressed w- with them. Chelsea may, may be having a, a bit of a blip at moment in time because he doesn't seem to be happy that he hasn't got the right players coming in uh, to chill. So, there's going to be some interesting and some uh, disappointing teams uh, this season.
1: Absolutely. Everton as well, Your former, one of your former clubs, got an absolute... Uh, pasting against Minnesota. Inchey's the manager there, by the way, isn't he? So, um, you know, I'm guessing that, you know, whether that's how they got the game, the connection with Inchey and Everton, but my word. 4-0, 4-0, I mean, I know that, that as I say, as you've alluded to it's about fitness and, you know, if you can get the ground running but you don't read too much into these friendly results you look at when the, the, the serious stuff starts on 6th of August for the Premier League and this weekend for the Championship but you don't want to be getting 4-0 drubbings, do you? No, uh,
0: and, and like I said Chelsea got that mm-hmm. the other day against Arsenal yeah. but going back to the Everton uh, scenario they got to They didn't get beat 4 0. They got absolutely a pacing. And when you lose your best player, what looks is always going to get you goals Mm. to Tottenham, to to Charleston. It's going to make it even worse for you. And no disrespect. You know, I've never been a keen lover when they signed him from from Burnley. Uh, Everton look a very ordinary team. And they're taking on. Signed who from Burnley? Carrying too. And they're carrying on from the performance of last season. Yeah. What did you say then, Gab? Sign, uh,
1: signed who from Burnley?
0: The, the centre half, oh, King.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's awesome. I was never fair.
0: a big admirer hmm. of it. Uh, you know, um, football's changing. It's going, you know, they're looking for players what can come out from the back. And it's not playing out from the back what's a problem what caused a team problem but he's playing out from the back with players what can't pass a ball or control a ball Absolutely. yet yet the coaches can't see that That that's yeah. what's uh, the disappoint, uh, disappointing thing of it all
1: I mean we used to play out from the back in the 70s as well by the way kids if you yeah. you know whoever's listening <laughs> to the podcast we had brilliant players on the ball in the 70s I mean on on no, sorry on bad pitches. Absolutely. And I know these modern-day coaches and the modern-day presenters, etc., and the wokeness of everything in football would have you believe that it was invented in 92 and we've just invented how to pass a ball out from the back. But we've always played with composed footballers. I mean, you could put uh, a Kevin Beater, a Roy McFarland, a Bobby Moore, a Colin Todd, any of our fabulous um, uh, defenders of the 70s into an Everton team now. I mean, well, to be t- fair, if you put Taddy and McFarlane, they'll probably improve it even though they are 72. Listen,
0: I'm a big... I was a big Real Ferdinand fan as yeah. a player. As a player. Yeah. Forget everything else. Mm. I like John Terry, right? But it's mm. only opinions. Yeah. None of them or none of today's players would ever, mm. ever come near, near Kevin yeah. Not Nowhere near because he got everything pace uh, could pass the ball aggression understood the game and I don't like and you've never heard me compare it have you but when (laughs) they they talk about football the Premier League Mm. the brainwave the the people won't listen to it the people fall for it it's like everything else you know if, if, if if it's repetitive eventually it sinks in with some people yeah and that's what's happened. You know, football started in, 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 in 1992 when the Premier League started mm. to where the, the, the modern society
1: Absolutely, it drives me up the wall, but while we're talking about Kevin Beatty, we, uh, we've we linked up a little bit with the uh, Kevin Beatty Foundation, there is a big event on the 13th of August, in fact, uh, Hoodie has been invited uh, to it and he's going to be talking about Kevin, he was a big fan of, of Kevin, he loved Kevin, he was on a couple of England uh, uh, duty uh, games uh, one when they were over in France, and Udi tells a great story about Brian Greenoff and, uh, and Kevin at the bar, and he played against him many times. He said it was always a joy to play against Ipswich and to play against Kevin because he was such a fabulous player. So, on next week's podcast, I'm going to try and get um, get a guest on uh, Malcolm, who's running the Kevin Booty Foundation. So, there's one or two things that I do want to cover. ...regarding Kevin, and they're doing that because 50 years ago, uh, that weekend of the August uh, the 13th, he made his debut against Manchester United, and uh, so there's a lot going on regarding Kevin Beattie, because uh, it is 50 years ago, since the beat, made his debut. And today the beat still goes on, and there's a statue we're of into, the great Kevin Beatty outside Portman Road.
0: Yeah, it did, did funny how they do it after he died? When he was struggling, oh, he always says that. Where, where, where were they? Where were Ipswich? Yeah. Where, where were all the other people then? You know, to that's be the, fair, what,
1: this is the fans. It's not the yeah, club. Well, it's the same with uh, Stan Bowles. I'm not talking
0: about the fans. I'm talking about absolutely. The teams, and I'm talking about the, the yeah. football club. Yeah. You know, Kevin Beattie was one of the world great elite defenders what anybody will ever see anywhere in the world how many times did you play against kev but 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 as soon as he was as soon as he was injured yeah right well it's like anything else once you are finished in the game injured they don't want to know they don't want to know you yeah a bit different today with a lot of footballers because they're coming out of multi-millionaires and Mm -hmm. then you know uh, they're not having to do anything for them so they do use him a little bit more, I would say, today than... I think yeah. i played against him a couple of times, yeah. uh, but I saw him a lot, you know, obviously on TV, a lot. Mm. Just absolutely one of the world's greatest defenders of all time. Him. Yeah. And, you know, you can, you, you can say you're proud to say with English.
1: Absolutely, and I think you're right. So, you say, had it not been for, uh, you know, the injuries that that unfortunately he had, <laughs> he'd have made <laughs> 100 England caps, wouldn't he? He's like...
0: Listen, he's yeah. funny because he's a defender and you don't really get defenders giving serious injuries, yeah. do you? But he had such pace as
1: well, didn't he? You know, when you get them pace Powerful
0: pace. Players, powerful. Yeah, absolutely. That was powerful pace. That yeah, it was. was. You know, it was lightning quick, but powerfully lightning yeah. quick. You know, he got everything. He got every mortal thing, the composure, the vision, the understanding, the... the uh, Confidence, the arrogance, and the the beauty to be able to mix with anyone.
1: Absolutely, too. So the great and the like, Kevin Booter, but you're absolutely spot on with that um, that statement. Udi always says to me, when when you pass away, they'll put statues up of you, and and they'll um, they'll make out. You know, how caring the football club are towards that player. But when that player actually needs, and I'm not saying that Ipswich didn't, because I don't know.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: But I certainly know in terms of Alan Hudson, when he was on a life support machine, Chelsea done nothing. They didn't even send his mum a bunch of flowers. However, in more recent times, when Chelsea former Chelsea players have been injured, that have been very prominent in the media, Chelsea have bent over backwards. But that is the modern game. It isn't just Chelsea, and we're not... Picking on Chelsea, I'm just giving it as an example because I know that that is fact. But is absolutely spot on. They put the statues up of you when you pass away, and they do bugger all for you when you need it. Yeah, exactly. Sad. And the older
0: players compared to what the the lads get. And listen,
1: I'm
0: not one of them. What you never hear me say complain about what they earn today good yeah, luck to them absolutely they they should never go out of the game without any money if they if they look after their money they should never ever want for anything oh the ice you know the premier and the championship yeah
1: they yeah, yeah. So, so, so book corner is uh, another feature that we done last season we're going to be doing it this season as well so the first book that i've picked out i haven't got it but i have ordered it The Beat by Kevin Beattie. It's his autobiography. And I think it's going to be a fantastic read because, by all accounts, he he turned up to Ipswich with absolutely bugger all. I think he turned up with a carrier bag with his stuff in and then the legend was born. But, again, when you're looking at that Ipswich team, they were a great team in the 70s, wasn't they? One of the great sides that, that... Aren't from big cities, for example, Ipswich were fantastic, Stoke City they're were fantastic, on Sheffield United
0: absolutely on the same power as a Nottingham Forest, yeah, absolutely. Forest, you know, another one and Derby uh, County, of successful. course, yeah, Derby County, yeah. Uh, when this, uh, being successful, getting the 30 odd thousand people in yeah. there, uh, and a great atmosphere, absolutely fabulous play surface to play on, yes, you know, uh, and like I said, it was. It, it come from an ordinary background, just like myself, mm. down to work type of guy. Uh, what was born to be a footballer? Yeah, I mean, we were just born to be a footballer. It's so much ability for a defender, mm. we've done true,
1: absolutely. So, and the...
0: like, I mean, they've had, they've had three or four great teams under Bobby Robson the Muirman and um, France Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. the other, one, you know, uh, Butcher and uh. Osman,
1: yeah Gates George, in Brazil George,
0: yeah. George Burley uh,
1: Mickey Mills
0: Mills, Mills. Uh, Gates absolutely Walker. I mean, I John Walker was another one great yeah. player um, Paul Mariner
1: uh, before them Colinville joined as well and yeah, yeah, Alan Hamilton. Hunter yeah, yeah. Brian yeah, Hamilton Hunter.
0: what was the centre Why Mark Trevor, Trevor
1: Wymark what a player he you know, was wasn't he
0: Woods, the Linger, Woods you yeah know, uh, you know some great players great players anyway listen I always did well there you know I played well down there yeah. I, I remember when I went to Everton and my second game for Everton on loan I ripped Ipswich apart <laughs> I, you know Derby County we beat them you know Southampton we got a draw there you know that was another team like Luton I absolutely ripped them apart in, in, in all the three times I played against them well I think I played more than three times but yeah. always did well at Ipswich always great I also like, enjoyed
1: playing down there yeah, they're a great club, and, and again, Sir Alf Ramsey bought Ipswich up, yeah. didn't they? And and won the uh, the league in the first season, as, as Forest did uh, in the seventies. They'd done that in the early sixties, but you know, fallen on bad times of late. Ipswich it would be great. Nottingham Forest now are back in the Premier League, and I would like to see Ipswich go through the gears and get back into the Premier League because so I think they're a, a fantastic club. I've always had a side. I've always them, liked them and QPR.
0: I fancy them to win league this year. Sorry, what did you say about QPR? And QPR, I've always liked QPR
1: because of the 70s team and the way they used to play football with Stan. Terry Venables was there, Jerry Francis, Don Gibbons, you know, before that, Rodney Marsh, of course. You know, they've always had great players. Well, great players. Yeah, great players in the 70s. But the 70s Dave Thomas. Yeah. Oh, what a winger he was, wasn't he, Dave (laughs) Thomas? But I'm looking through the... um, When Saturday comes, because in the latest... Edition, you've got uh, Haaland on the front. Uh, I think he's going to be a tremendous signing. And then they've got a season's guide, and I went straight to League One, and they've they've got a predicted table who they think will be top and second, and they've got your boys, Sheffer Wednesday top, and uh, Ipswich
0: Town second,
1: Bolton Wanderers
0: third. I fancy Ipswich, it me. Yeah. I watched this on Saturday, and I thought we. I know it's only pre-season, yeah. but. We didn't get... We, we got destroyed. I don't know four, but it could have been seven. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I'm hoping more than all else that, you know... We've got our first ten games. I've just looked at them tonight. I've got, I got my friend Mike das to veal to, uh, them off for me. Yeah. Not just because I'm coming on here. We were just talking about Sheffield Wednesday, the game on Saturday against uh, Wigan. And I said, what's our first ten games, Mike? You know, when he... When he uh, I think we've got... Um, P- Portsmouth Yes uh, Portsmouth um, MK Don's away Charlton Bolton uh, And then Forest Green Competitive league That is you don't know, now League one isn't it? Unbelievable mm. You know um, And then after that it, we, we did go it, We did go through them. For the first ten games It's important To get Yes You always get somebody Coming out of the pack From near the bottom Don't you Yes you do You know but you know the team what really two teams what really set off really well nearly always 99.5% always go up yeah so I think it, I think it's going to be difficult May this year I really do
1: yeah I do I'm looking down there you Sheffield Wednesday Ipswich Bolton Peterborough they've got fourth because I mean, <laughs> Peterborough are good yeah. at that level
0: that first ten games first five games
1: yeah Pompey, M.K. Dunns, Wickham, Oxford, Barnsley, Charlton, Plymouth, Mar- Derby, Bristol Rovers. Yeah. You know, there's some decent teams in there. People think, oh, it's going to be a walk in the park for Derby. They're a big club. They won the league in 72 and 75. Sheffield Wednesday, a big club. Well, yes, Sunderland were a big club, and now they've got out of it. But it took them several seasons. When you go down into League well, One, you turn into a League One team. League. Absolutely. And struggle to get out of it. 100% so because you're not a big club when you're in that smaller league. You're a big club, but you're not a big team. And that's yeah. the problem because the team is littered with players that just aren't that good. Hence, that's why they're in League One. But and then, you, then you turn it round. Yeah, You're a
0: big club where they all want to beat. Of course you do, yeah. I mean, you know, so imagine going to of the World, once, That's the scout when they beat you every Wednesday. Of course and when is. you play the local derbies, you know, I mean, we're not going to be playing with them because they've been promoted. Yeah. But your bars is what's come down. Yeah. They are so difficult, them games. Mm. You know, because you can throw the form out the window. You know, they seem to raise the game even more so. Of course they do. So and, and that it's, union... going be, it's going to be a very difficult season for Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. I hope that we go up. Yeah. Um, and I believe that we'll go up. But, you know, there's always going to be obstacles. Uh, for Wednesday because of when you look at them this is the third or fourth time now they've been in that division Yeah. and that, once you've been in it once you should never want to go back down there again yeah. and it's been run badly by a lot of bad people mm-hmm. and a lot of bad managers
1: Mind you, I think we've just dodged a bullet. he isn't buying Birmingham City. Thank God. I listened to him a couple of times on uh, radio interviews, and to say his car crash is an understatement. My word, that bloke seems an absolute fruit loop.
0: Well, he's either got dementia or he's a comedian. Oh yeah, a complete or fruit is loop. Billy Lighter. Oh, he's unbelievable. I don't mean that to be horrible. To no, him, I don't. Yeah. You know, but I mean, talk sport. They're as daft as him for keep having him on. Well, they did
1: it because it gets good ratings. Mm. That's what they do, don't they? Get Bassini well. on, get Bassini on. I mean, the bloke is an absolute lunatic. Or oh, that's how he comes <laughs> across as. He might be a very nice guy. I don't know, Lawrence Bassini.
0: don't knock that. Same with some managers, but probably not, they are nice guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, but the way be- he come across, I was open-mouthed listening to that. I thought... Oh, my days. Did I just hear
0: that? Well, yeah, you heard it. I mean, Simon Jordan was spot on. He was. thought the guy's a complete lunatic. Mm. And I don't mean that in a nasty way.
1: Well, he did say the villagers just lost an idiot. Mm. You know, there you go. Simon's on holiday and hurry up back, Simon, because without Simon Jordan and talks, I don't, listen to, I don't listen to it unless he's on. No, absolutely. It is sometimes unlistenable too. But what is also unread? well, you don't want to not read it. I personally haven't read it yet. There's me running my mouth and I haven't read it. But I have got the book. Uh, David Tossell, all crazy now, uh, sent to us from... Um, Andy myfootballbooks.com. We do a regular podcast as you know, TC, the football book podcast. Um our next part eight is out this week. Chris has been away. Um so the new podcast will be out this week, and this is the book that that uh, Andy has recommended. It's a fabulous book. You don't want to drop it on your foot because you'll probably break a toe. It's a 500 page piece. Phenomenal. There's Brian Clough on the on the front cover. Uh, there's uh, George Best as well. Kevin Keegan smacking Billy Bremner, and it's everything that a 70s book should be. Don Revie's on the back, and uh, Alan Hudson as well. Yeah, I might buy that book. It seems a, a phenomenal read. I mean, the three degrees are in the the uh, the front cover. And by putting my glasses on there, it definitely is against Ipswich Town. That's Paul Mariner just um, just to the right-hand side of the cover as well. But it's uh, phenomenal. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a great read. Or crazy now and that pretty much did sum up the 70s i do want to give a shout out to back pass as well the magnificent retro magazine the latest issue uh, summer 2020 is out now issue 80 and uh, howard wilkinson's on the front howard's way all right one of your former managers not your manager but a former manager of, of sheffield wednesday
0: He's the last English manager to win the yeah uh,
1: 1991. Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. United, so. Never a great fan of his. If I'm absolutely honest, I didn't like the way Wilkinson played football. His philosophy wasn't for me. But I did like to watch his League United team uh, play football. And strangely enough, when they won the league, they didn't win a game away from home. The season after, did they?
0: Yes, yeah, no. It was this. The season after, they had a, night, yeah. a complete nightmare. European Cup or Champ- uh, European Cup because it weren't the Champions League then in the early rounds, mm. you know, for some unknown reason, he's, he has done well as a manager. Yeah. You know, I just didn't love the way we played the beautiful game, you know, so.
1: Oh, I didn't. And when I heard, I heard. He's mom...
0: Teddy, for me, I didn't like, you know, you've got, no. to have, you've got to have a leader and you've got to have a boss. Mm. Right? Cluffy was a boss, what people admired and respected. You know, I just, it just weren't for me. I was Wilkinson. and nothing against the man at all. It's just I didn't the way I didn't like the way his team played football, and and how he came across. Us.
1: Absolutely, I remember a, an interview. I don't know if it was on Sports Night, Match of the Day, or or um, or any other broadcast uh, that I watched or listened to, but I do remember him saying that he was the manager of Leeds United Football Club. He's not there to entertain. I thought, you know what? The, the the off button goes on whenever your team plays now, mate. Because I like to watch entertaining teams. And back when Don Reeve had Leeds United, they were out for results. Yes, of course they were. But they were also entertainers as well. They played a great brand of football. And it leads us nicely to uh, the third book in book corner. Um, Les Cocker. Fantastic one of the best titles there that, uh, that I've seen. It's called Cocka Hoop. I mean what a great, what a great title is Key Man for both Ramsey and uh, Reeve by his son, Dave, and Robert Endicott. So that book is out at the end of the month. I certainly. Will be buying them again. I know I don't read them, but I do buy them. I am on holiday next week, so I'm I'm taking a book or two to read. But I bet you I don't read any more than three or four pages because I'll be working on a couple of podcasts. I've got a podcast coming up with um, Alan Kirbishley.
0: Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, We're,
1: we've redone the uh, Alan Hudson, My Life, My Music, Ozzy Hutch, and a horse named Sea Biscuit. So that's coming out. The current view will be coming out. It's busy. There's loads of projects and topics and podcasts that I'm working on. So uh, I am going to take a couple of 70s books and I do hope to read a little bit. But um, on this day, T- always ask,
0: people always ask me, uh, did I play for England? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Uh, be- before uh, The day I got my injury... Uh, my knee ligament injury for Forrest against Burnley. Yeah. I, was picked, I was picked in the squad. To listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash SRBmedia or just follow the links in the description. Thank you. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years.